Hello and welcome to the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions, kind of, in less than nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? Hi, my name is Mike Crandall. I'm the CEO of Digital Beachhead. We're a cybersecurity firm uh, located in Colorado Springs. Gotta love Colorado Springs. I actually was there for quite a while with USA Volleyball, so I'm sure it's a, a good time for you down there. What does Digital Beachhead do? First follow-up question. <laughs> we, we provide uh, penetration testing, virtual CISO services, and industry compliance. We recently just got approved to be a CUMMC uh, third-party third assessor. So Nice. So you're doing the assessments, not necessarily the accreditations. Yep, correct. That's awesome. We like to be That's... the third-party looking in. Yep, yep. That's great. Those are some interesting interesting assessments. I know uh, started down the path of just identifying the differences and the, and the similarities between those and NIST. So I'm sure after this podcast, you and I'll have some stuff to just meander on, which is good. So <laughs> Exactly. Question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? Uh, when I worked with the government, it was always interesting to uh, see what was going on behind the curtain. And now that I'm working with small to mid-sized businesses, it's really good to educate them on not to be afraid of cybersecurity, but to actually face it. That's, that's really insightful. I'm very curious. How, is, how do they respond? Do they run away? <laughs> a lot of them are definitely taken aback as to the seriousness. And you get answers like, well, I knew it was bad, but... And then they also didn't know, oh, I didn't know I could take these five simple steps and increase my security you know, tenfold. And I can do that myself, you know, those kind of things. So it's, it's gratifying to see them kind of be scared and then find there's a solution to their fear. Perfect. And for everyone, just remember, he is a veteran. So thank you for your service. I love no to point that out on my podcasts. And question survive number 20 three. Years. 20 years. Oh, man, I did not survive 20 years. I did not stay that long, but thank you. That's awesome. No worries. Question number three. I hear from other leaders in our industry that cybersecurity is a top concern, but, but what does that mean? It just means they're scared. They know the hacks are happening. They hope it doesn't happen to them. The problem is convincing them. Um, at what point is there an ROI? You know, there are numbers, kind of number crunchers, and they want to know, well, how much can I spend and make it be enough? And it's sad to tell them that there's no guarantees. There's never any guarantees, but I like how you talk about ROI. And, and I've heard there's a number of messages that have come through in the CyberPro podcast. And one of them is, is the ROI of tools, of products, of humans. It almost rolls back to the business driving cybersecurity. What do you think about that? Is that, is that an accurate statement or do you think cybersecurity should drive the business? No, the business is why you're there. So cybersecurity is definitely a support factor, but you have to look at it as, a, as if you were even looking at a, a diamond shop locking their door and putting steel bars. They've taken some preventive uh, measures to protect the, their investments and you have to do the same thing in cyber. It's just at what level, you know? Very good, I appreciate that. It's been a debate. It's been a hot topic on a number of podcasts. And so I'm always curious to see what other folks are, are, are thinking. Good segue yeah, like then. 
Go well, ahead, I, say, I always say risk management versus security. Most people think cybersecurity and they think they're going to be secure and it's really risk management. That is exactly what I was talking about with a colleague today is, is risk assessment of your internal humans, your team members, your, your, your processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, Oh, this tool will help with X. Well, is that a risk? Is that, is that actually something we're worried about? So thank you. That that's a good statement. Question number four, big question. What insight do you want to share with other cyber experts? I think we uh, focus on the CIA triad. Um, You know, we say confidentiality, integrity, and availability, but I think we overly focused on confidentiality and availability and kind of ignored the integrity. Um, We think, Oh, we've, encrypted it. So therefore I've protected the integrity, but uh, modern and nationwide cyber criminals come in and delete their tracks. You never know they were there. Um, So we have to have that integrity of our log files and our logs in transit. And there's technology, new technology out there that does that. So we kind of need to focus on how do we make sure that not just this file is uh, integrity isn't protected, but our systems as a whole and that people aren't in and then just wiping away the footprints in the snow or in the sand as they go. And you never know they were there. Speaking of integrity, and, and obviously we understand that you meant that in the sense of like the processes and, and that I'm curious, we all know that nation state actors are, are, are highly funded and highly organized, but I think we often overlook the teenager who just got his first computer in the garage, not trying to be malicious, right. but not necessarily knowing integrity. So, so how can we teach integrity to that type of person who's coming up in the ranks, uh, but also let them have some curiosity, let them have some uh, flexibility to go and learn how to protect by doing sometimes. Uh, it's starting in the schools, you know, when you're teaching STEM and making STEM a um, focus, bringing in especially the, you know, younger ladies and minorities who haven't typically been driven towards STEM, but growing that STEM uh, infrastructure at youth, it's instilling in them that area of uh, integrity and why you would be a, you know, white hat hacker versus the black hat hacker and uh, providing them resources to do it. We, um, we work with the Girl Scouts. We've created a, a cyber badge for Girl Scouts. Nice. So the girls, Girl Scouts can get a cyber badge and then holding uh, capture the flag uh, tournaments and these kind of things for kids because you have to kind of make it a, a game, right? It's got to be interesting beyond. And uh, really the kid in the basement's bored, right? He's technologically minded. He's bored, has no direction. So if we can grab him and say him or her and say, hey, let's let's provide you that direction. Here's a lab, go break it, you know, and that's right. okay. Please break it. You know? No, I, I, I appreciate that. I know we went down a rabbit hole with that. So I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to a follow-on and then we'll move on from there to the <laughs> final question. The, the follow-on then is talking about the actual integrity of, see, I brought it back around to of the yeah. environment. Um, what do you think is one simple thing somebody could do that would be leaps and bounds forward in integrity? Um, there's a um, new product that we uh, kind of push. Um, it's brand new technology, but it basically um, 
provides integrity of the log files in transit. So that way, if someone were to manipulate a log file, it's basically has been hashed in chunks. This is the, the <laughs> proprietary stuff, but it's been hashed in chunks <laughs> in such a way that you will know that the log has been tampered with. So if I come in, I take over root, I delete the log that shows I've done those actions, you will know instantaneously that that log had been altered with. And I don't think we've done that yet. That's a new kind of, new frontier kind of thing. That's, that's actually quite impressive, especially since a lot of focus is going on to network traffic analysis away from the endpoints into another edge of your network. So, so appreciate just, that answer. That can go all the way to the, to the endpoint or back. You can determine where you want your integrity log capture to start. Nice. Very interesting. I'm sure I'll have a follow-up uh, after the podcast just to learn more. But let's go to the final question. Favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? <laughs> I started on a Z100, which was a screen, keyboard, and two floppy drives all in one device. <laughs> it was a Zenith 100. And that always makes me smile because uh, that was my first computer um, that I started with. And uh, we upgraded to a 10 meg hard drive instead of having the operation system on a floppy and then you saved on a floppy. Um, and that was life. I was, oh, I'm never going to need data ever again. I've got 10 megabytes. So <laughs> I look back and go, wow. That's amazing. Well, you did it well more than five questions in about nine minutes. Awesome having you on. Thank you for no your worries. insights. Everyone stay awesome, my friends, and keep looking for CyberPro Podcast episodes.